that when it comes to flipping in hills, um, uh, explain what flipping in hills uh, is and the importance of that uh, in the community. Yeah, so flipping in hills uh, is an online community for women real estate investors, um, and we do events in person, you know, um, both online and offline. Um, it came about because I was just like. I was looking for um, that woman, right? I was like, who, where is she? Who is the the black female real estate investor who's out here absolutely killing it, you know, that I can look up to, that I can call a mentor, um, that I can say like, this is how she did it. And uh -huh. um, I couldn't find her. <laughs> I couldn't find her. And so, um, you know, I created this community um, to support and highlight and educate more more women, um, but to highlight more of her wherever she was, right? Mm -hmm. And then to uh, help encourage women, um, you know, who are also looking for that. Um, you are now listening to the Your First Steps podcast. It's great to talk about million dollar dreams. But where do we start? How do we get there? Listen up. As you hear directly from real estate industry leaders on how they reach success in their fields. And most importantly, what were their first steps? Let's get this party started. Here's your host, Eli, the real estate guy. All right. Hey, how's it going, guys? Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of the Your First Steps podcast. Uh, like always, we have a very, very special guest uh, today. Uh, she is a, a broker, investor, entrepreneur, and the founder of Flipping uh, Ed Hills. We have Miss Rashada Scott. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I am doing good. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, and, you know, this is something that I've been uh, looking forward to. I've been following your page for uh, quite some time. And I know I uh, first uh, actually uh, heard about you on Clubhouse. And this was some some time back uh, when we were on there. Um, and we, we did some real estate rooms. And um, you asked uh, uh, whenever it came to real estate, uh, and Chicago investing, you asked a lot of answered a lot of questions on that. Uh, and I did more so of like the, the wholesale, uh, items, but, uh, it's, it's good to finally have you on, but, uh, for the people that don't know who you are, go ahead and introduce yourself, uh, to the few folks who may not know. All right. Well, uh, I am Roshana Scott. I am um, born and raised on the south side of Chicago. I am an Illinois licensed uh, real estate broker. I run a team of uh, full service real estate agents, residential, commercial uh, real estate brokers. Uh, we're all investors as well. Um, so I'm also an investor, real estate investor. Um, as you mentioned, I am the founder of Flipping the Hills, which is an online community for women investing in real estate. Um, gotcha. so yeah, that's gotcha. a little bit about me. All things real estate. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Awesome. So now of course, uh, we see where you are now, but a lot of times whenever it comes to investors getting to a certain point, it usually starts early in their childhood. So take us back to what it was like, uh, growing up as a child, uh, and then, uh, lead us up to, uh, where you are now. So what was it like growing up in your household? So um, my household was always busy. So I'm one of seven. Um, mm. So <laughs> so there was it was always busy. Uh, two parent household, and um, it was good. You know, growing up was good. Um, my mother was in education, um, 
And so education was very important in my family. And, um, and other gotcha. than that, so, it was, it was just never a dull moment. That's for gotcha. sure. Because gotcha. it was always someone at home. It was always something to do. Um, mm-hmm. Me and my older brother, uh, we were uh, very close. We we're close in age. He's only two years older than I am. Um, but he was the only boy for a gotcha. very, very long time. Um, but he, but he and I would hang out a lot and, and fight a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. but yeah, yeah. So, I, so growing up, um, at home, like I said, it was definitely never a dull moment, uh, with, with, at the time it was mm-hmm. with five siblings at home. And then, gotcha. um, I was the youngest one until about nine. And then, uh, my little brother, um, was born so but go. I was the baby for about nine years <laughs> gotcha gotcha all right so so uh growing up were you introduced to real estate as a kid uh or was this something that came about later on so it was definitely something that came about later on um my memories of real estate as a kid um is just like moving around a lot like we moved around a lot um, so open houses and and things like that, I definitely took an interest in just looking at properties um, through that. But it wasn't until I was um, in high school and I was um, I was uh, working at uh, my first job um, and I was a cashier. And there was a gentleman who uh, would come in often. He was a regular and um, I would check him out. Um, through my line and he was he would talk he was talking to me about like how he owned properties and and things like that and he was telling me about this book that he um gave would give all of his tenants and his goal is for his tenants to you know someday become homeowners and so next time he came into the shop in the store he brought the book uh for mm. me so the book um as many of you know and have heard of was rich dad poor dad Mm -hmm. um and I was probably about 17 at the time and um I definitely read it front to back and I knew that I was going to be like um some type of boss one day I thought I was just going to be like a manager or you know I was going to be running something I knew that Mm -hmm. um as the youngest one in the family I was uh the baby boss (laughs) Mm, there you go um you know always trying to keep up yeah always trying to keep up with um like my siblings and my older sisters my mother even said um that I came in this world grown um (laughs) but I feel like it was probably it was probably that whole hey I'm the youngest syndrome so let me try to outdo outshine or even just keep up right Uh uh um and so that a authority um just you know I I carry that with me um you know as I got older and like I said I knew that um you know I I just knew that I wanted to just continue working and working hard and growing to the highest level of whatever my career was going to be and and again at that time I thought it would be like a manager or general manager um and then I got introduced happened yeah yeah, yeah, I got introduced to uh, the idea of financial freedom and entrepreneurship around the same time that he gave me the book. Um, mm-hmm. There was a guy that came to my high school also and did a, a career day, and he was a manager at AT and T. And he said, even though I'm a manager at AT and T, I don't depend on them to provide for me and my family. He also owned 400 vending machines across the city of Chicago, and he explained wow. the process of you know what it's like, you know, to um, fill them up, you know, and then when they get when they 
get emptied and you know how much he makes and the whole process and so he was just talking about how job security is an oxymoron even at that time which was like 2007 2008 uh, um uh-huh. and he was just saying how again he just didn't depend on a job and then that's when I started to uh like I said I read the book and now I'm, I'm getting introduced to terms like financial literacy or financial freedom and um uh, you know, generational wealth or, or residual income, right? Like right. these terms that were just foreign um, to me. Right. Um, yeah, that was when it all started. And gotcha. like I said, gotcha. I read the book and then I knew that I, you know, I was like, okay, so I know I'm going to be successful or I want to be successful some way, somehow. Uh-huh. After reading the book, I was like, okay, real estate is going to be the way. And then I had um, a girlfriend who um, also in high school, her dad, uh, we were on the same, we were on a dance team together and her dad, I remember he did doing something in real estate. And I remember asking him like, Hey, can you, you know, teach me about like what this is all about? Um, and, and I asked him and then we sat down at the library one day and he literally broke it down to me on like, what's the difference between an agent and an investor. Um, and that was where it all started from there at 19. Gotcha. I started my first business. Um, uh-huh. I built well, just, a uh, real, real line quick. of credit. Okay. Uh, real quick. So, uh, the, the person that you uh, was speaking to, to get the real estate information from, so what did he do in real estate? So he was, um, I want to say he was a loan officer uh-huh. or they called it something different back in the day. Like back when, um, you know, all you had to do was fog a mirror to get along. Um, <laughs> but they called right, it something right. different, but in so many words, he was uh-huh. like, um, he was doing loans. I don't know if he was like okay. brokering loans or, you know, but he was gotcha. definitely familiar with just the real estate world. Gotcha. Gotcha. So he, so he uh, basically, he broke it down to you from there. Uh, just gave you mm-hmm. uh, an idea of basically where to start, or was it a this is what real estate is about? Now, with this information, you know, uh, spread your wings. Um, yeah, it was more so the latter, I would uh-huh. say. Um, because his instruction was to like start the business, build the credit. Um, but then there was a lot that I still had to navigate and, and figure out. So like Uh I went and, um, got my real estate license and I went Uh and joined, um, a real estate investing club. And then that was where I learned, you know, a lot more. So So he was, he was definitely a good foundation, like a good starting point. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So you started off as an investor first and then you became uh, an agent. So I had the investor's mindset and I Mm -hmm. had myself set up as an investor, but I didn't have any money to invest. Right, 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 right. (laughs) So then I was like, okay, well, let me at least get my license because, you know, that it seems like it would be easier for me to just get my feet wet in real estate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. And so you got your, uh, so what was your first transaction, your real estate transaction when you uh, got into real estate and how did that come about? Yeah, so I um was a men- I was a mentee under uh, a friend of mine who I went to church with. She was a very successful agent um here. And um I told her I was like, you know what, I think I want to get my license. And so I did. I went ahead and got my leasing license. And so in 
Illinois, there's three types of licenses. Uh, there's a license and then a broker and then a managing broker. Um, and in some states, they just call it like uh, a salesperson's license. And so in order to just only work with um, landlords and tenants, it's a much shorter time frame in terms of um, getting a license, you know, um, taking a test, taking passing the class, you know um that whole thing so yeah so my first transaction was a uh a rental and I did rentals for about a year um mm -hmm. but I was all, also working full-time and I was in school full-time so I was doing real estate rentals on the side so I was definitely hustling gotcha <laughs> but, gotcha but awesome. yeah I, I also realized like in only doing leasing I was like yeah I don't make a lot of money I don't make the amount of money that you know for the for the time that you put out so what was that that moment? Because I, I was actually talking to a friend of mine earlier today, uh, speaking about um, going from whether it's wholesaling to flipping to being a landlord uh, with the single family. And then as you're doing your thing with these single families, you're looking over at the commercial side where there's apartments or whatever it is. And you're realizing like, OK, there's a lot more money to be made with these bigger projects. And you're already you have the basics of real estate in terms of like renovation, knowing how to manage projects, knowing how to do these things. And yes, it's slightly different on the other end, but what made you uh, make that, that transition from that, uh, the, the, the leasing side to saying, okay, uh, like you're saying, I'm making enough money. What exposed you to, okay, this is a lot more. And what was your path when you went that route? Um, you know what? I think it was just one. I mean, when you look at it, right, you so I was also at a company. I was at a brokerage who had a lot of fees, too, mm -hmm. um, at the time. And so some months I felt like I didn't even make money. Right. But I still had to pay those fees. So I was like, mm, mm -hmm. yeah, it just wasn't adding mm -hmm. up and it just wasn't making sense. Right. Um, and I just continued to search like my heart and my desire was on the investing side of real estate. And mm -hmm. so I uh, was continuing to search and I was online. I think I was on Craigslist and I found um, a real estate program that was uh, kind of like pretty much like a guru program um, here in the Chicagoland area. Mm -hmm. And then I joined them and I went, did that for two years. And that was a matter of like that was a whole um, program around uh, investing education. And gotcha. so that helped be, me become more well-versed in investing and investments. Um, and then shortly after there, I invested into my first deal. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. And so uh, you continued and you were killing the game. Uh, everybody's talking about you. They're saying that you're, you're doing your thing. Uh, now, when it comes to flipping in hills, um, uh, explain what flipping in hills uh, is and the importance of that uh, in the community. Yeah, so Flipping in Heels uh, is an online community for women real estate investors, um, and we do events in person, you know, um, both online and offline. Um, it came about because I was just like, I was looking for um, that woman, right? I was like, who, where is she? Who is the the black female real estate investor who's out here absolutely killing it, you know, that mm -hmm. I can look up to, that I can call a mentor, um, that I can say like, this is how she did it. And, mm -hmm. um, I couldn't find her. <laughs> right. I couldn't find her. And so, um, you know, I created this community, um, to support and highlight and educate more, more women, um, but to highlight 
more of her wherever she was, right? Mm -hmm. And then to uh, help encourage women, um, you know, who are also looking for that. Um, and, and then it just, you know, turned into what it is today. But that was really what it was. It was like, you know, I had a desire for investing in real estate and um, anytime that I would sit in these rooms and workshops and conferences, there was not a lot of representation of mm -hmm. a successful Black woman in real estate who was absolutely killing it. Um, but now, thankfully, to social media, I'm connected with women from all over the country who are absolutely killing it in real mm -hmm. estate. Um, but before, you know, it's just like, who is she and where is she? And then mm -hmm. creating the community um, for women to tap in with and say like, hey, you know, this is what I want to do. And I actually need uh, support for, for that. Yeah. So what are some difficulties uh, that you found when it came to being a woman in real estate? Uh, what are some of the challenges that people may not uh, know about? Because you know, obviously I, I, I wouldn't know. But what are some things to where it's like, hey, I actually went through this. This is some hurdles I had to actually get through uh, so I could actually, uh, you know, be where I'm at now. Um, on the investing side or on the, on the, uh, just, agent, uh, on the agent on the, side? On, on, on both sides. So just real estate <laughs> uh, in general. Let's go with investing. All right. So mm -hmm. um, on the investing side, I would say one of my biggest hurdles was definitely um, just partnerships, going through mm -hmm. partnerships different individuals, different people, um, not having the right paperwork in order for those partnerships as well. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes not having the proper expectations. Um, but I would say the biggest thing was the the paperwork. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, um, so would you say that there was any specific uh, hurdles as a woman going in or was it just not uh, just not knowing uh, certain things that need to happen? Yeah, it was definitely the not knowing. Um, I wouldn't even say the whole woman thing. Uh -huh, um, uh -huh. And people, you know, I think that's that's definitely a question that comes up um, if it's a specific um, interview about like being a woman in real estate or even uh -huh. being black in real estate or being a black woman in real estate. Uh -huh. And I really don't. I, I I don't have too many instances where it's like, oh, because I'm black or oh, because I'm a woman. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but what I realized early on was that people will respect you and give you the respect that you demand and that you command um, at the level of where your confidence is. Right. 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 And so and your confidence increases as your knowledge does. And right. so when you're like, hey, you know, I know my stuff, um, you know, you you're like, I belong here. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Um, and so being young, that was something that I had to really work up, right? And um, mm -hmm. and build within myself because mind you, I was in these rooms when I was 20, 21, 22, 23, right. 24. So, you know, of course I'm like, oh, I'm a young black girl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and oftentimes the only young black girl um in mm -hmm. the room. And so, of course, you know, I would deal with that like. Oh, you know, feeling of like, oh, she doesn't know anything. And, 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 and it was in cases where I definitely didn't know anything. Um, right. But but I would also let that curiosity fuel me like 
yeah, it's maybe I don't know anything, right? But I'm here to learn. I'm here to ask questions. I'm here to find out and figure it out. Um, right. I'll say my curiosity definitely helped lead to my success because I'm, uh, because you like, I guess from being the youngest one, right? And uh-huh. I always want to keep up with folks and being nosy. Like I ask a lot of questions. <laughs> right, right, right. So, so yeah, so yeah, so so to answer your question, um, uh-huh. no, I don't think there was. Um, you know, too many times where I'm like, oh, because I'm a woman or oh, because I'm black or a young black woman. But um, I think at the end of the day, it doesn't matter once you, you know, have the confidence and the knowledge, you know, that you have like to, to be, you know, in certain rooms. Um, And then, and then obviously too, the other thing is that, you know, once you get that a skill set, right? Or uh-huh. once you get experience, like that's a whole nother level of knowledge and confidence. And so some some of that won't come until you actually do start taking action. Gotcha. I love it. And so, uh, and I feel like that was uh, important for you to to express it just the way that you did, because I do feel like there are uh, still people that uh, have the limiting belief of, oh, well, they're not going to allow me to get to a certain level of success. And it's not a matter of they it's, it's you, if you are confident in what you're doing and you know, uh, if you know your stuff and if you don't know yourself, learn, uh, and you'll be surprised at how many people are actually willing to just give you the information. Uh, and like I said before, uh, just hearing you and a lot of other, uh, individuals on clubhouse, a lot of folks are willing to just literally go on. I'm not charging anything for like an hour on Tuesdays, ask away, well, whatever you got, because, uh, I know when I uh, first started uh, in real estate, there wasn't a lot of uh, there was a lot of platforms that you can go to to actually get information. Yeah, you can Google. Yeah, you can uh, you know go on YouTube and get specific things. But it just seemed like it was such a huge uh, gap between everyday people to the information. But now it's just a matter of you go on Instagram. And people talking about real estate all up and down the timeline. Mm-hmm. This person got a course, that person got it. Like everybody mm-hmm. is talking about it's it's just such a wealth of information now. So I absolutely love it. So um now going into uh Keller Williams one uh the Chicago office. So explain what that is uh and uh mm-hmm. and how that came about. Yes, yes, yes. So uh I am one of the proud um, broker owners of Keller Williams One Chicago Southside. Nice. Very excited to uh, be launching this new venture. Um, long story short, I was uh, running my team at a um, at a a smaller company, a uh, boutique. Well, no, they weren't really boutique, but they're local to the Chicagoland area. And I was ready for a change. And I was actually considering opening my own office. Um, I do have my managing broker's license. So um, I can open my own office if I choose. But um, I also was at a point where I was like, you know, I was trying to open my office, but it just wasn't working. It just what it just was not you know, coming, coming to fruition. And then I was like, you know what, I need to fast about this, um, because I couldn't figure it out. Um, and so I, uh, I'm a believer. And mm-hmm. so I was like, you know, what? I was wrote, I woke up and I was like doing my devotions one morning and I was like, you know what, I need to fast. Um, and I did a three day fast. And at the end of the first day, I got all the signs to go to Keller Williams. Now this was, I was already having conversations with them and mm-hmm. I had already turned them down. 
Uh-huh. And like I said, then I was trying to do my own thing and then it wasn't happening. I was like, what, why not? And then, like I said, I was seeking for that clarity and then those answers. And then, like I said, I just got like signs that was pointing me in that direction. Um, so yeah, circle back, um, uh-huh. you know, in the conversation of uh, me coming over, um, I just expressed how important it was for me to have um, an office, right, in the communities uh-huh. um, that, that I serve. And um, having been born and raised on the south side of Chicago, um, you know, my entire family is on the south side of Chicago, still lives on the south side or, you know, or in the south suburbs. Uh-huh. Like, I am a true south sider, like, till I die, right? right <laughs> true right, south right. side till I die. Uh-huh. Um, and so with that, you know, and the South Side of Chicago is huge, right? Like uh-huh. there's so many um, great neighborhoods and great areas. I mean, yeah, you have the ups and the bads and you have the downs, you know, in, in any area, right? right. In any uh-huh. co- corner of the country. Um, but there's a lot of opportunity and there's a lot of development. There's a lot of positive. There's just a lot of great things. And there weren't there weren't too many major real estate companies that have representation um, on the South side of Chicago. And that's why that was also, you know, important to me. Um, So very grateful for the opportunity to be invited, to be a part of, um, and I would say invited and accepted um, Mm -hmm. to be a part of, you know, this team. So I have uh, three other partners who are um, also launching the office with me. Um, Yeah. We're very excited about that to be servicing um, our community, buyers, sellers, and investors. I mean, I'm already in these streets, but, you you know, (laughs) but um, the offices that I'm currently out of are on the Mm -hmm. other side of town. And I think that's the thing too. Like as a lot of realtors, you have a lot of companies now too, that are even virtual offices. Like they don't even have offices. Like Uh, realtors, we work, we work wherever our laptop is. Right. So I can work from home. I can work from the car. I can work from the coffee shop. Like, I mean, think about the pandemic, like we went through a whole global pandemic, never going into the office, but um, thriving in Uh business, right. Not going Uh into the office but um so yeah so there's a lot of companies that have converted to like 100 virtual offices but uh-huh. if i'm going to be going into an office um that i want to call home i want it to be you know on my side of town gotcha i love it all right and so now as a investor uh chicago has it always comes up whenever you're talking about uh real estate investing and potential uh but why should somebody uh invest in uh the south side right now um, so I would say Chicago in general. So, um, you know, third largest city, um, in a country, um, very metropolitan, um, fast growing, right. We have a lot of headquarters here. We have a lot of the big companies here. We have a great, um, we have a great pulse on the city here. And in Chicago, I believe you get the best of both worlds. You get, um, the city living, the downtime living, you get the, you know, something's always going on. You get that. Uh, we have a, uh, a beach here, right? A lot of people don't know we have a beach. So we right. have, you know, huge Lake Michigan, a beach. We have like the boat life here, um, you know, only for a couple months out of the year, but we'll take right. it. Um, you know, right. I mean, and we do get the cold too, believe it or not. Some, some people love the cold. So, I mean, we get that uh-huh. too. Like we get, you get, truly you know all four seasons here but then also you you have the post and the infrastructure of um you know constant constant development um you know the job economy you know thriving um and values too right Mm -hmm. so values play a big part in that 
Um, and the overall conversation about values and home values, it's just been very weird mm-hmm, <laughs> in mm-hmm. the past couple of years, right? right I mean, we've right. seen, you know, what has happened with rates going down and what that did to the market rates going up, what that did to the market. And now rates right. are, you know, tr- kind of trickling back down, but then this market is still kind of, eh. so, exactly. um, <laughs> but overall, um, it's, it's a, it's a good economy. It's a good economy. And, um, the price point still makes sense for what the rents amounts are. Gotcha. And I'll say that's also why, why, you know, the whole why Chicago too, um, uh-huh. as opposed to your, you know, the coast, right. Your East coast, uh-huh. your West coast, uh-huh. like, you know, price points are high, very high, They're but the insane. rental income, <laughs> but the rental income doesn't necessarily make sense. So mm-hmm. there's a, a a saying that says cash flows best in the Midwest, right? So being so investing in the Midwest. So and it, it's not just Chicago, it can be Chicago, Detroit, Ohio, St. Louis, right? Where you're getting in and you're still able to buy low, but rents make sense for um actually, you know, cash flow. Gotcha. I love it. And so uh, with uh, an agent that may be hearing this and they're like, you know what, I I love the direction that you're going in. I love the energy and I love the information that you're providing and they want to actually join your team. What are some of the qualifications that someone would need to actually, uh, you know, be a part of what you guys are building? So um, we are taking mostly, I mean, for the actual office, we'll take come on right like we're take we're taking we're taking on agents because the great thing about Keller Williams is they have the number one real estate training for real estate agents in the world so mm-hmm. we can take a brand new agent and train them up to you know a top producing mega agent so nice. um I thought you were going asking like specifically my team the Rashana Scott team yeah. um which well, yeah let, let's, let's go there yeah yeah it's going to be a, it's going to be more intricate it's definitely okay. going to be um I ideally want somebody who already has experience in real estate and has closed, you know, a couple of transactions. Um, but it's really going to, um, I'm, I'm huge on personality, personality, energy and things like that. So it's going to be a couple of uh, sit downs on like, if this okay. is a good fit, but I would say right. overall, you know, just somebody who is um, experienced and knows what they're doing. Um, and then we can have a conversation, you know, from there, obviously you got to have the hunger, the desire to drive, you know, I want somebody that's full time. Um, ideally not somebody that, you know, has a, is doing this, you know, part-time or mm-hmm. whatnot. You know, the thing that I hear a lot is some people, people get their license because they like, oh, you know, I was, I, you know, I, they thought it was, they thought it was going to be easy. I'm like, who lied to you? You know, who told you that? <laughs> like, this is not an easy right. business. This is a job. Like being a realtor is a job. Like, right. If you know, if nobody ever told you, let me tell you, it is a mm-hmm. job. So it's something that you want to be committed to doing. It is a career, mm-hmm. right? It's not just something that you do on the side um, and you do well, right? Like right, you have right. to be like, yeah, you could do it on the side, right? And you can sell mm-hmm. one house a year if that's what you want to do. But by the time you sell one house a year, by the time you pay the fees, like, what did you really make? You know? Exactly. Exactly. Um, so if so. somebody wanted to come and actually uh, get, get a hold of you and send your resume, uh, send their resume to you and try to apply for the team, where would they go uh, to, to get the yeah, information so, to you? 
Yeah, so um, they can find me on all social media platforms at Rashana Scott. Just reach out and, um, you know, I get them in the right direction. I don't have an, an actual site yet for bringing on agents. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have, not for my team, um, because, again, I'm just very, very, very particular about my team. Um, but we, I actually uh, have something set up for individuals who are looking to join the office. Uh, we do have something, you know, a channel for them to go. But, yeah, they just reach out. We can definitely gotcha. get them in touch. And then also, too, I do want to say that they don't have to be in Chicago. So so Keller Williams is an international company. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there are Keller Williams offices all around the world. So if there's anybody that's looking to join the KW family, um, depending on where they lo- they are located, I might um, consider actually um, doing an expansion to wherever they're located. And then we can possibly, you know, partner in some aspects of that. So like my brand, um, you know, I'm considering Florida, Atlanta, Houston, uh, DMV, New York, um, because I do have uh, a great network, you know, in those those areas. So what's that? Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Good deal. All right. And so now uh, this is a part of the podcast where we uh, discuss three books that you would recommend for people that are interested in uh, getting into real estate or entrepreneurship in general, uh, specializing in real estate. What books would you recommend for these individuals to read? Um, so I already talked about one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Rochette Bordet. The other one I would definitely say for anybody that's looking to get into real estate and scale as an agent and grow a team, absolutely Millionaire Real Estate Agent by Gary Keller. Um, they lay out um, the system, the model and the system of what it takes to become a millionaire real estate agent. And that is netting a million dollars commission, um, you know, in a year. So uh, me and a real estate agent, that's the red book by Gary Keller. We call it the Bible of real estate. Um, And then I would also recommend. um, So this is not necessarily a real estate book, but more so a mindset and business book. I absolutely love 12 week year um, because sometimes I um, have been known to be a procrastinator and 12 week year. Um, it talks about getting rid of annualized thinking and segmenting your goals um, into 12 weeks and being able to, um, there's actually proven studies um, that increase productivity and show individuals becoming very successful and getting more things accomplished when they get rid of, you know, the whole this year, this year, this year, um. I'm going to do X versus this quarter, right? So this quarter, I'm going to do X, right? And breaking that down and making sure you have those quarterly goals and then, you know, and, and taking some time off and then moving on to the next quarter. I like that. And uh, you don't know the author of that, do you? I could just uh, look it up. Not off the so, top, but you'll see it. It's, okay, gotcha. it's in, uh, the words are in red. It's like red Got and white. It. Okay. 12 cool. week year. Mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. All right, cool. So now uh, we get to the lightning round uh, to where I ask a few different questions uh, and uh, they're not going to be too crazy, but it's just mm-hmm. a matter of uh, just seeing uh, what your uh, thought process is on uh, different things and getting your perspective. So uh, number one, if you were to invest in any other state uh, besides uh, Illinois, what state would it be? Uh, and specifically multifamily. And why? Mm, that's a great question. Um, you know what? It would definitely be the Midwest, right? Because mm-hmm. again, the cat the cash flow is best in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Um, it would probably be somewhere between um maybe like Tennessee or Missouri or or Ohio. Yeah. You maybe Michigan. Oh, one. one. Wonder why. <laughs> Dang. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, 
<laughs> I'm gonna say Missouri because uh, my best friend lives there and okay. she is <laughs> and she is killing it in real estate. So uh, she she'd be the you know my go-to for that. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Uh so number two, uh, if you had 30 seconds to speak to your 18-year-old self, what would you say? Oh, okay. <laughs> 30 seconds. In 30 uh -huh. seconds, I would say buy the condo. Um, <laughs> all right yeah um or buy something gotcha. just buy okay. something right gotcha. Gotcha. Um, right. At, at 26 I had the opportunity to buy a property that I should have but I was scared um and so anyway but uh -huh. yeah so buy something right uh -huh. or buy multi-unit whatever figure it out uh -huh. um and um hmm, it would probably be some some type of relationship in my <laughs> <laughs> Gotcha. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll keep that we'll keep that separate. So, but uh, you'll you'll make sure she's on the right path. All right. So, uh, and number three. So, before I ask, are you a are you into baseball? Baseball at all? Are you into? Oh, baseball? am I into baseball? Yes. I mean, you know, I go to the game. Kinda. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So, yeah, you know, I've been is, invited to a couple of a couple of boxes, a couple gotcha. of suites. Gotcha. Okay. I, I, pull up right. for, I pull up for the snack cart, the dessert cart. <laughs> well, I was gonna ask. Okay, well, I'll ask another question after this. So, uh, Cubs or Black Sox? First of all, it's White Sox. White Sox. Whoa! What? <laughs> what? First of all, clearly, the... <laughs> clearly, I, I don't watch baseball. I thought it was Black Sox. I, I don't know what's going on. White Sox. The, the Chicago White Sox. White Sox. I'm um, tripping. <laughs> and what's so funny is that's basically, uh, if you, you know, for any Chicagoan that you ask, that's pretty much uh -huh. for asking, are you North Side? Are you North Side or South Side? Gotcha. Yeah. And okay. So let me actually, uh, so as I was doing some, <laughs> so I was uh, actually typing this in and I, I knew it was one of them. Uh, and I actually just uh, I typed in Black Sox, but I kept seeing. Oh, Black saw, Hawks. Black no, Hawks. No, I, no, I did. It's I, hockey. I, I, I mixed it up, and, and that's where that happened. But I typed in Black Sox, and I saw a baseball team. And I'm like, oh, that, that's that's clearly that's them. And I kept seeing, like, what happened to the Black Sox, uh, some type of conspiracy, some type of – I'm like, did something just happen to, to the Sox? And, and I'm like, okay, well, something happened. But may, maybe that'll uh, come up. But apparently – I'm gonna look deeper into these uh, these Black Sox. I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about what happened. So apparently, the, the there is a Black Sox uh, owner of this Black Sox team, and he was known for being so frugal that he didn't allow them to wash their jerseys as often as they should. And so they actually end up getting the nickname uh, Black Sox because they were known as being the team with the dirty uh, jerseys. And so I'm like, I had never heard of this before. And so that's why I'm like, okay, clear. This this must be them. I was wrong. We're <laughs> gonna pretend like that didn't happen. <laughs> now just say, okay, this, so this is this is Chicago. This sounds like yeah. Chicago. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> All right, so uh, we act like that didn't just happen. All right, and uh, the next question is, uh, as far as uh, the gold grades of all time, you being from Chicago, I feel like I know what your answer is gonna be. But who is the greatest basketball player of all time, LeBron or Jordan? <laughs> you, yeah I gotta ooh. you know what that's a debate that I have never entered into uh, okay. and I've okay. never really cared to <laughs> okay. um 
Yeah, I, I enjoy basketball. I watch basketball, but I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, a huge. Yeah. So I don't even want to say one um, mm-hmm. because I, I don't want to no smoke because I, 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 really, okay. I really don't Got care. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, gotcha, I mean, gotcha. they're both they're both amazing. <laughs> yeah. OK, I'll, I'll take that. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, thank but you of so course, much. but of oh, course, you know, it, I'm yeah. a, you know, just put on for the home team. Of course, uh-huh. I'm going to say MJ because he's from mm-hmm. Chicago. However, mm-hmm. you know, LeBron has 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 his stats, too. Gotcha. <laughs> That's the most political. Hey, I love it. I love it. I love it. I'll, I'll take it. But thank you so much for doing the podcast. I really appreciate uh, appreciate you coming on. So for anyone that wants to get a hold of you, uh, what is the best method of uh, reaching out to you and just seeing what you got going on? Yes. So I'm at Rashana Scott everywhere. Um, and you can also find me at Flipping the Hills. So all the links are in my bio on um, anything that I have going on coming up any events. Um, I did not mention for Flipping the Hills, we do have a women's um, membership that you can join um, at any time. We're actually running a sale right now um, for Black History Month. Um, so you can check that out on um, Instagram. And then at Rashana Scott, if you're looking to buy or sell in the Chicagoland area, uh, my team and I would love to help. And um, again, as I mentioned, all of the links are in the bio um, in regards to connecting with us. Gotcha. All right. Awesome. Hey, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. All right. No doubt. Thank you for listening to the Your First Steps podcast. Let us know what you thought about this episode by leaving a review. And don't forget to subscribe.